1: have a great guest for you now, but listen up. First of all, we have heard a lot about water services um, in the St. Paul area, especially over the years, right? We've been hearing that there are like 600 lead service line replacements this year alone, and this is something we've been talking about, hoping for, especially in East St. Paul, and it's getting done. Patrick Shea, St. Paul Regional Water Services General Manager, joins us now on the John Schuster Call Will Banker Hotline. Welcome, Patrick. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Thank you. And, and thanks for having me tonight.
1: This is really important what is happening right now. How far back? I know about 100 years these lead pipes have been started to cause uh, some problems. But now that we're starting to see many, um, I think. I think it's 80 or 100 right now homes. How many homes have their lead taken out so far?
0: Uh, we're, yeah, we're right about 100 done this year um, with the goal, uh, as, you, as you spelled out, to get around 600 done this year.
1: Yeah, 600 is a lot in a year. And how many overall are there? How many homes are there right now in St. Paul that need it? Is it just the 600 total or is there really more?
0: there there's actually 26,000 um, a little bit over 26,000 of the 100,000 uh lead uh service lines in St. Paul Regional Water Services uh area uh 26,000 of them have uh some portion of their service line being lead
1: so, what problems have the lead pipes caused over the decades? Um, people have been living in these homes, families move out, others move in. Um, do you follow who lives in these homes and say, "Hey, we need to let these people know that have already lived in those homes with that lead and those that are moving into those homes do you Is this part of what your work is as well
0: uh, we don't do that to a great extent um, really one of this is a, a you know, in the, in the scheme of things, this is a relatively new, uh, issue for water providers. Um, you know, really a, a great portion of lead, um, contamination or poison that has happened in society throughout the years really came from paint. And, uh, once we started studying lead paint, um, as a society, uh, very thoroughly, uh, that's when the, the lead issue with lead pipes became, uh, more and more of an issue. So, um, lead lead service lines were put in, uh, w- w- you know, with a with an understanding that uh, it's e- it's an easy e- um, uh, material to work with. Um, it it it's relatively inexpensive, um, and it really is, is a long lasting product. So, uh, back in the the nineteen teens, nineteen twenties, uh, lead service lines were put in uh, with you know really an understanding that this is a good product and this is uh, uh, something that will will help. Uh, provide drinking water to really to the masses so it was it's really been over the last you know, 30 40 years where we're starting to notice that uh you know the children's uh, blood levels um are containing lead so it really accumulates uh in the system and really the the real issue is the effect that it has on on young children
1: the very first house that um my husband at the time, he and I bought, um, the first thing we did was to call to see if it was lead paint because we really knew about it. You heard so much about it in the early 80s, at least for me I did, um, and we were telling all our friends that also bought homes, hey, you guys, make sure you check to see if there's any lead best uh, lead, lead it pa- um, paint on any surface in the homes just to make sure. And it was remarkable when some would come in and say, well, you don't have it on this wall or you don't have it on these windows, but then up in this room, you do have it. That's really surprising. Um, When it comes to the lead pipes, they've been rotting. They've been waiting to be removed. Have people tried to remove them themselves, or are they just waiting for the St. Paul Regional Water Company to come out and get it done?
0: Yeah, so we've been working at it somewhat diligently uh, in in the tune of about $3 million a year. Uh, for the last 25, 30 years, uh, to try to replace it as much as we could. Um, and as part of that, about, about 400, 400 to 500 residents every year, uh, would take similar action on their end. And so, but it was, it was really, you know, we're seeing more and more, uh, interest from the public health aspect, but usually, um, over the last, uh, quarter century, it was a maintenance thing that the service line just wasn't, either wasn't providing enough water to the house, you know, low pressure in the house, or it was leaking and, and there was damage to the service line. So um, we're, we're seeing that, that trend change. We're getting more and more uh, interest in the public, ap- public health aspect of uh, the lead service line.
1: I'm, I'm understanding that uh, the homeowners really don't have to have any cost for this, that this is what Minnesota is doing, and I think it's wonderful. Do I have that correct?
0: That, that's correct. We're, the program we're unveiling uh, is a voluntary and free. So, uh, if we're in the if we're if we're doing a project uh, in your area, uh, you'll be contacted by uh, members of our staff, um, and then you'll go through a process of you know signing paperwork and allowing access to your property. And, and so, we really wanted to spend all the public dollars that we were uh, were hoping to get to, to fund this program on actually replacing service lines and not dealing with any of the uh the legal issues that could come from, you know, forcing somebody, you know, telling someone they have to do this. So, uh we're it's a voluntary and free program and, and really it's a this isn't a uh this isn't something that property owners are obligated to do. It's it's really a, an opportunity for them. It's a it's a it's a great opportunity for them to really get new infrastructure uh, from the street into their properties that should should last them another uh, 50 to 100 years.
1: That's amazing. I'm so grateful for it because that's been a problem around this country, you know. And so to know here in Minnesota they're taking care of it, I'm thrilled about that. Now, I'm concerned a bit about the, the the people, the homes that have these this leaded pipe, um, how has the land, the soil uh, around the home, has it been infected in any way with that lead pipe being there for so long?
0: Uh, there, there's certainly a potential, but it would be um, somewhat localized in, in the soil itself. And, and whether it's a blessing or a curse, Minnesota winters really put those service lines really eight feet into the ground. And and generally, there's there's not a lot of contact with with moisture and and things like that. So, for that to happen, for it really to leach into the soil, um, that leaching effect would have actually destroyed the service line from the outside in. So it would have failed. Uh, if that makes sense if it was if the lead was going to leach out into the soil the the pipe itself would have deteriorated by now and and not been a service so it it's uh kind of good news uh, wrapped in 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 some bad news if you're if you're not a fan of Minnesota winters
1: Right. And of course, gardens. A lot of people garden. My mother gardened here at her home for many years until she just couldn't anymore. And and people worry you know, about our soil and, and what is happening. And hearing about the lead pipes being replaced, my goodness, not replaced, but removed. People are really excited about that. And I'm very excited about that. So we don't have to worry about food contamination in a garden either, right? These pipes are in the front, if I have that correct.
0: Yeah, you know, ideally they're you know they're in the front of the property, and if you if you know where your water meter is located uh, in the the lower level of your house, and you mm-hmm. you kind of almost go a straight line from that water meter out into the street. Um, right, even on the property line, you might find a little uh, cover or some sort of utility um, you know, uh, marker. Um, really, on the property line, that's the shutoff valve from the house into the into the property. So. It's almost a straight line. Ideally, it's a straight line because that's the the most efficient and effective way to run those services. And even back in the nineteen teens and the nineteen twenties, that uh, that's how they generally were installed. But we do, you know, we do have some that come from the side of the property or the back of the property, and, and we're also taking this opportunity to try to clean some of those up. So, um, you know, for the for the next generation, when the work um, becomes a, uh, comes before them, they're able to to do it effectively.
1: Okay, final question for you: uh, Do we have to worry about this, or do we get excited about this coming to Minneapolis? Are there lead pipes in Minneapolis that are just as bad in St. In Paul, and or, or is it just something you would do, or um, more more organizations would do, even in the great state of Minnesota? Period.
0: Yeah, I think it's a it, it, it's a good question for them um, because. You know where their program is their water treatment process is a little bit different uh, than, than st paul regional water services is so they they have a a, a different treatment schematic that actually um, is intended to kind of line the inside of those lead pipes so right. um, the water doesn't come in direct contact but um, the, the state of minnesota through the the recent uh, infrastructure bill is getting 42 million dollars a year over the next uh, million a year, every year for the next five years. So about $210 million of that infrastructure bill coming to Minnesota specifically for lead pipes. And so really every jurisdiction, uh, every water provider in the state of Minnesota is is, um, looking at their inventory, looking at what lead pipes they have in their their system and then developing programs that uh, best fit their residents and their, their government structure.
1: Many Minnesotans that just heard that probably took a great sigh of relief. And I'm so grateful that you mentioned that because people have been worried about it since it has come back into uh, our minds. And now we know it's getting worked on and we're excited about it. And so to let us know that, you know, this could be something for the state of Minnesota, man, that would be great. We just got to look into each of the cities and say, what are you going to do about it? So (laughs) I really appreciate you joining us, Patrick Shea. Thank you so much.
0: You are welcome. Have a great evening.
1: You, too. Bye-bye. Take care. That's good news, you guys. And if you want to learn a whole lot more about it, all you have to do is go online and really look for some of these articles. I've seen several of them. Um, So, again, look for the St. Paul Regional Water Services and find out what is it that they do. Will it be done in in your city? Where do you go in your city? Who do you talk to in your city to ask, hey, can this happen in our city?